1: This is Optimal Finance Daily, Episode 88. Earning more when you have no free time. How a full time law student earned 50K on the side. Part 1. From Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYOUTOBERICH.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in personal finance five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now, here's your host, Dan Warren. Hello once again everybody, welcome back to Optimal Finance Daily, where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. Today's show is part one of a two-part series where I'm going to read from Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. Now Ramit appeared on our show recently back in episode 63 when he taught us how to avoid being a dumb investor, as well as episodes 74 and 75 when he revealed a 10-year saving strategy. If you enjoy what you hear today, be sure to go back and check out those episodes if you miss them. Again, that's episode 63 and also episodes 74 and 75. But first, how would you like to show some support for this podcast without spending any money and walk away with some free stuff? It is all possible if you head over to oldpodcast.com and click the Join the OLD Family button. When you do that, you'll receive digital goodies in the form of three spreadsheets you can use to help track your spending, plan your retirement, and prioritize your to-do list. Plus, you'll be entered into a raffle every month to win a free copy of the book, Minimalism, Live a Meaningful Life. Again, all you need to do is visit oldpodcast.com, that's oldpodcast.com, to join for free. Or if you prefer, you can text the word financial to the number 44222. And that is it, so let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. Earning more when you have no free time, how a full-time law student earned 50K on the side, part one, from Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. In my research of over a 100,000 people, I discovered that one of the top three barriers to earning more is no free time. So how did Liz, one of my former students, earn $50,000 on the side as a law student with a part-time job and a new baby? Today, she'll share how. By the way, Liz is contributing this write-up as part of Women's Money Week 2012. Take it away, Liz. Last year, I earned over $50,000 on the side. On the side of what, you ask? Attending a top law school full-time, working part-time during the school year and full-time during the summer, and starting a family. My son was born in November, so how did I find the time and energy to do all this? As a blogger, freelance writer, and a website optimization consultant, I earn anywhere from $20 an hour to $250 an hour. Before incorporating the following principles, I averaged $26 an hour, but with these principles, I doubled my hourly average to over $53 an hour. Here is how I incorporated many IWT methods into the three-step approach I used to earn $50,000 on top of my already packed schedule. Step one, take the time to prepare. Instead of just getting started, I prepare for success by setting up triggers and establishing accountability. Set up triggers. In my favorite IWT interview, Stanford professor B.J. Fogg identified the three things you need for behavioral change, motivation, ability, and triggers. A trigger is a reminder to do something now. For instance, placing a bottle of vitamins next to your bed is a cue to take your vitamin before you go to sleep. For me, Triggers are the key to success. To earn more money in less time, I set up triggers that help me stay on task. Here are my top three triggers. One, place a pre-written to-do list next to my computer. Each night before going to sleep, I make a list of everything I need to accomplish the next day. I leave the list open next to my computer so it's the first thing I look at each morning when I start work. Doing this triggers me to immediately start working on the listed tasks and not get sidetracked. Two, have my computer open and on. I used to wait several minutes for my laptop to turn on each morning. While waiting, I would read emails on my phone and get distracted from that morning's priority tasks. Now I leave my computer on as a trigger to get right to work. Three, remove bad triggers. Because triggers cue you to do something, it's critical to remove triggers that cue you to start the wrong task. Now, as a nightly ritual, I remove anything from my workspace that would trigger me to start working on the wrong task. Establish accountability. Accountability is a powerful motivator. When you're accountable, you work more efficiently and you save time. Before I start a project, I set up mechanisms to ensure that I will be held accountable. Here are the top ways I establish accountability at the outset of a project. One, work with other people. For the biggest project I'm currently working on, I hired an independent contractor and gave her a stake in the outcome of the project. Working with another person motivates me to work when I might otherwise give up because I don't want to let that person down. Two, set deadlines. For any project I work on, I set deadlines for myself. But that's not always enough of a driver, so I also tell whoever I'm working for when the project will be done, even if they haven't given me an end date. Telling someone else the deadline holds me accountable to them. Three, pay for services. I'm one of those people who has to pay for a gym even though I know I can exercise for free at home. Why? Because knowing that I'm paying makes me go. The same is true of work. For one of the websites that I run, I wanted to start a monthly newsletter. So before I had an exact plan for the newsletter, I signed up for a monthly subscription service. Knowing that I was paying for the monthly subscription service held me accountable to start the newsletter. Step two, balance certainty with risk. My second strategy for making more money in less time is balancing projects that are certain with projects that are risky. Just like you allocate your investment portfolio between riskier investments and stable investments based on your needs and risk tolerance, you should also balance your time between risky projects and those that are certain to generate income. Balancing your time between risky and certain projects allows you to earn more money in less time. Before I explain why, let me clarify what I mean by certain and risky. Certain projects are those when you know you'll make money and you know how much you'll make. Most consulting and freelancing projects are examples of certain. If you know that you will make $50 for writing a piece of content, and you also know that this piece of writing will take you no more than two hours, this is certain. Risky projects are those that could earn you money and hopefully more money than you'd earn with a certain project, but you don't know if you'll earn anything or when. For example, blogging, building apps, or running a startup are all risky. Even working for free to get a client in the door is risky. These projects are risky. The bottom line is that a certain project guarantees that you'll make a specific amount of money for doing a specific task. A risky project guarantees nothing. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Earning More When You Have No Free Time, How a Full-Time Law Student Earned 50K on the Side. From Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com.
0: For a lot of people, it can be stressful and confusing to manage their finances. Even I used to feel this way when using different finance apps. But then I tried Monarch Money, and everything got so much easier. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable.
1: If you've got any comments about today's content, please come and share your thoughts with us at oldpodcast.com. Now think back to what you just heard. You might remember that one of Ramit's triggers is to place a pre-written to-do list next to his computer each night before he goes to bed. Well, I can't think of a better opportunity to get going on your to-do list. And I can't think of an easier way to get started than to go to oldpodcast.com and simply join our mailing list. When you do that, you'll automatically receive three spreadsheets you can use to help track your spending and plan your retirement. And guess what else? That's right, prioritize your to-do list. So why not take a minute to head to oldpodcast.com or for an even quicker approach, text the word financial to the number 44222. And that is going to do it for this episode of Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to join us in our next episode for part two of Ramit's post. So I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more From amazing bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life.